Just like iron sharpens iron, so two friends can sharpen each other. But when sharpening takes place, sparks inevitably fly. Welcome to Tell Podcasts. You're listening to encouraging words from Pastor Davison, bringing you truth and peace through God's Word. In this episode, we talk about iron sharpening iron. Do you know what that means? Think, evaluate, learn, lead. T-E-L-L. Tell. Now here's Pastor Davison, showing us what the Bible says about walking together. Thanks for listening. Grace, mercy and peace be yours from God our Father. And the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In universities, colleges, and many other schools, I have come to discover that they encourage group study. They will encourage you to study at least not alone. And the reason is simple. When you are group studying in a group, you are sharing ideas. The text that we have before us today is the Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. This is what I meant. Our theme is sharpen each other. How do we sharpen each other? We can do that when we share and learn with others. We sharpen one another. When we do all of our learning alone, there is the possibility that without the corrective of others, we will lose it. So I have outlined this text in the following. The first step in sharpening each other is develop a relationship. The concept of iron sharpening iron implies at least two pieces of iron. It would be impossible for one tool to become sharper without the presence of the other. Left alone, both blades would be dull and quite useless. God expects us to live and serve in a community of other believers. He desires for us to build loving and growing relationships with others. My dear friends, just like iron sharpens iron, so two friends can sharpen each other. But when sharpening takes place, sparks inevitably fly. It's a part of genuine friendship. Don't respond with hostility. Instead, just realize you are being sharpened. I know it's hard on you, but it will be good for you. The book of Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 6 says, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. The process of helping someone else improve their effectiveness requires a positive relationship. It is much better to accept godly advice or constructive criticism from someone we know, someone we love, someone we know that they care about us. We want to know that person giving us advice and counsel has our best interest at heart. Friends may indeed wound us at times but we can understand and appreciate their genuine motives. 
That's why it is so important for each of us to build growing relationships with others in life. There are times when these sharpening conversations, even from loving friends, can come across as harsh, mean or judgmental. But it definitely helps to know that these people care and that they have a genuine interest in helping us improve. Iron sharpens iron. The second uh, a, a, a part is of accountability. When we talk about iron sharpening iron, it also requires a level of accountability to allow others look close enough into our lives so that they can see the specific weaknesses or problem areas. Genuine accountability demands that the person receiving the counsel or advice is willing a, to allow the friends to look for the vulnerabilities in their lives, b, to accept what they point out, and c, do something to fix it when they hear it. Iron sharpens iron is a principle of motivation. Iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. One person can help the thinking of another person. Both pieces of iron must work together to accomplish the desired intent. That is the motivation. Both items need sharpening. People use an iron tool to sharpen iron. This means relationships are never to be a one-way street. God-honoring interpersonal connections are designed to help both parties grow in Christ-like maturity. This process is not just pointing out perceived weaknesses in someone else. This sharpening must come with a heartfelt desire to help the other person. We always learn from each other. Iron sharpens iron. It's a principle of willingness. This means both parties should want what is best for each other. Whenever a good friend sincerely wants to help us grow, then it is imperative for us to accept their counsel, their advice, or constructive criticism with an attitude of willingness and acceptance of what they are telling us. Dear friend, you need good friends. And you also need to be a good friend because iron can sharpen iron and a good friend can sharpen a friend. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 to 12 says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Out of this we find that good friends can do four things. They can sharpen success of labor together. They can help each other up when they fall. They can combine complementary abilities for greater accomplishments and they can defend against mutual enemies. Two are better than one. Iron sharpens iron.
Dear friends, loners never amount to very much, for they cannot grow. A knife cannot sharpen itself. Loners become dull and rusty with ignorance, poor habits, and depressed spirits. Loners are always the weakest members of any group, for they continue to rust and decay without the sharpening steel of noble friends. You need good friends, and you need to be a good friend. Iron can sharpen iron, and a good friend can sharpen a friend. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10 says, If the axe is dull and its edge unsharpened, more strength is needed, but skill will bring success. Good friends will make you better. Verse 29 of the book of Proverbs, a uh, 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 chapter 27 says, Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, and the pleasantness of one's friend springs from his earnest counsel. A good friend will make you brighter, sharper, and more useful. The iron of a file can make a blade sharper, and a good friend can make his friend better. Only a wise friend will make you wise. Foolish friends will dull and corrupt your life. Proverbs 13 verse 20 says, He who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Are you a good friend? Do you have good friends? How do they look like? The book of Titus 1 verse 8 answers that question. A good friend looks like this. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. We must stay in a friendship that is sharpening us. Your first friend should be Jesus. He knows how to sharpen people. He sharpened the disciples. Luke 24 verse 32 says, They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They were sharpened. The second friend should be church. The book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 14 to 15 tells us how a church sharpens people. It says, And we urge you, brothers, warn those who are idle, Encourage the timid, help the weak, be patient with everyone, make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always try to be kind to each other and to everyone else. The other sharpener is church members. Church members sharpen each other. Galatians 6 verse 2 says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Let us learn an example of how the early church sharpened all its members into a strong fellowship. We find that in Acts chapter 2 verse 42 to 47, and it reads, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts, 
They broke bread in their homes and ate together with the glad tidings and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Look at the close relationship of the members and be convicted to make greater efforts to this goal yourself. Is your church like this church in perfecting one another? If not, why not? If not, what will you do? There are two direct and important lessons here. Number one, you need noble and godly friends to maximize your growth. And number two, you need to be such a friend to others to maximize theirs. Rather than complain, choose instead to be a sharpening influence in the lives of others. Sharpen your workmates. Sharpen your spouse. Sharpen your children. Sharpen those working under you. Be willing to be sharpened. Being sharpened can be painful, but it is worth it. And dear friends, Iron sharpens iron. That is the, a bare truth. And the first best sharpener is Jesus Christ that he came down from heaven to come and sharpen us in order for us to be sharpeners of others. Sharpen each other. God bless you. Thanks again for listening to Tell Podcasts. Tell's mission is simple teaching you the real gospel so you can teach others. Remember, truth brings peace. For more about TEL, visit us on Facebook or at tellnetwork.org.